Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Electric car. Keep it very simple. If you're, if you're, if you've got the same situation as our, our friend over here, and you're a sole trader, do you pay company car tax? See, after they've seen how you and I have worked together, nobody wants to answer a question out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all my fault, Okay. Did someone say yes or no? If you have a sole trader business, do you pay company car tax? If you use it for personal, yeah. Okay, do you want to phone a friend or are you sure? <laughs> you don't sound too convincing. I, I think you do, yeah. You do? Yeah. I think that you can't, you can't claim whole of the car against your tax if you are a self, self-trader. That's right. Uh, it's only a proportion and you have to define the proportion. Yeah, so if you're a sole trader... Reasonable, tra- but I don't know what reasonable is. Have a think about it. Uh, <laughs> if you're a sole trader, partnership or a limited liability partnership, you work out how many miles you drive for business purposes and personal purposes. And let's say you, you drive 10,000 miles a year, 8,000 business, 2,000 personal, and your expenditure on your car is 10,000 pounds a year. And as you've said, you'd claim 8,000 through the business, 2,000 you don't claim. So you don't actually pay company car tax, but you don't claim the entire expense. It's nice and simple over there. If you have a, have a company car, you've got to pay company car tax. On the list price of the car and the CO2 emissions, it gets very expensive. In which case, you're better off charging uh, 45 pence per mile for the first 10,000 miles, 25 pence thereafter. Okay? That's better for you. But, James, for your purposes, if you have an electric car, run it through the company, and you only pay 2% company car tax. Which is really, really, really low, by the way. And the, that's on a low, low emissions hybrid. Yeah. About a low emissions hybrid from the force The rates vary then. That could be say 7% for example. Okay, so go for a fully electric car. Yes, that's through a limited company and the company pays for everything. So if it's in a higher purchase, it pays for the uh, monthly costs, wear and tear, insurance, repairs, maintenance, MOT, whatever it needs, road tax, okay, all that kind of stuff. The whole, everything goes to the company. Rishi decides in budget at the end of the year it should be 20%. Is that 2% fixed if we got it before then, or does it then go up? It then goes up, but that would go up in a couple of years' time. So Rishi wouldn't change stuff straight away. 2% of what? 2% of the car value. Okay. So it, one it, big lump sum, or... Yeah, so let's say I bought a car for... No, you can pay it through your payroll every month. Oh, okay. Yeah? Right. So if it's a £50,000 uh, car, you're paying 2%. Yeah, so it's a... A very small figure, yeah? like a thousand pounds or whatever. Yeah? So it, it's really tax efficient to have a, an electric car through a company. Yes, sir? The, what if you were charging your electric vehicle at your house? Would the company have any, could you reclaim any of the electricity? Yes, charging yep. it? you can do, yep. Because the cost. You somehow record how much and apportion that? Yep, that's right. Is there a max value on the car that you could purchase? <laughs> no. Get whatever you like. Holy and 
I used, to, I used to have a Rolls Royce Ghost, £385,000. I think Mark Homer's got a Lamborghini. Yeah? Other people have other cars, by the way. Sorry? That, that's not electric, though, is it? Is no, no. <laughs> I, I, of course it is. Yeah. Uh, it's electric. The point I'm making about there's no limit on the value of the car. So have whatever car you like, as long as the business can afford it. Yeah? Happy with that? Happy with that, James? Okay, that's that bit done. Let's now do, we've done that, done that. Home PPR CGT. There's a question from David over here, and I think you wanted to contribute. Supplementary, yes. Supplementary question, okay. So your scenario that you laid out is you have your main residence. Yeah. That person then moves out and buys a new house, a home, yeah. okay. Are they going to sell the first one or keep it? They're going to keep it while they're Refurbing the, the house they're moving to. Yes. So, how, how long? So, how long have they got to do that refurb and move in, and then do something with the the, the first main residence to minimise the tax liability? Okay. And then the second part of the question was that if they wanted to then keep that, but then transfer it into a company, for example, would that be the right thing to do, or would it be better? To okay. So, if David has his own home and buys a second property, he has to pay an additional rate of stamp duty land tax. Does anybody know what that percentage is? 3%. 3 3%. 3%. 3%. 3%. 3%. 3%. 3%. depending on the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 3%. And can, if David pays the 3%, can he reclaim that back at some point in the future? Yes, if he sells the original home within, is it 18 months or three years? Three years. So you've got three years to sell that house, okay? If the house is empty, you're okay. If you rent it out, then you might have to pay some capital gains tax. Uh, but the longer you've owned it for, yeah. the less likely you'll Not pay capital gains tax, property. as long as you've lived in the property to the entirety of ownership, David, yeah. okay? If you don't want to sell the house to a third party, you can sell it to your limited company or to a limited company, still get the 3% back. However, when the house moves to a limited company, the limited company has to pay stamp duty land tax on the purchase. Uh, so that uh, might negate the benefit. Unless you do your uh, magic thing with LLPs and... You can do, but so. you need more than one property to do, do that. Yeah. Does that answer your question or was there something more in particular you had, David? Uh, no, that answers so, so my question. So is there, a, um, is there a potential... If you keep it for three... If you sell it within three years, the initial place, what, would this capital gains tax kick in before? So you still your main residence. You sell it within three years? Yeah. You, then you can claim, reclaim the 3% SDLT that you paid on the second purchase. Yeah. Okay? Uh, with capital gains tax, it's worked out. So let's say you, you've owned a house for 100 months, first one, okay? And you've lived in it for 100 months, no CGT. Uh, let's say you've owned the house for 100 months and you've lived in it for... Years. There's a big difference between 100 months <laughs> and 30 years, by the way. That's my supplementary question. By the way, now I know where you're coming from, my friend. <laughs> We're on the same page. David, you want to move over here? I'm sorry it took me so long, by the way. Uh, so, we'll stay with 100 months, okay? 30 years gets too complicated for my mind. So, if you've lived 
if if you've owned the, if you've lived in the house for ninety nine months, ninety one months, you get the last nine months tax free as though you lived in the property. Okay, that applies to you whether you live in the property or not. It used to be thirty six months. Thirty six became eighteen. Eighteen became nine. Okay, uh, so if, if the house is empty for say thirty six months, and then you then that's part of that you'll be okay. If you rent it out, okay, then 36 and into 100, which is 36%, you work out what your gain is, and let's say your gain is 50,000 pounds, you times that by 36%, and you pay, pay tax on that amount. Does that make sense? Okay, but if you don't rent it out, okay, and stay in it, refurbish your new house, and then move out and sell it around about the same time, or take, Nine months to sell it, no tax to pay. If you rent it out, depending on how long you rent it out for, you may have tax to pay at some point in the future. And the longer you've stayed in it, okay, the smaller this figure is going to be. The less time you've spent in it, and the more you rent it out, the bigger this figure is going to be. Yeah, okay. happy with that? Yeah. Your supplementary question. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to hear it, but <laughs> now that I'm it. Okay, so what happens if you actually rent it out? Yes. House, yep. main residence, yep. for the number of years. Yes. And you move your main residence. Are you then moving your main residence to the other place which you bought? And then when you are selling your first main residence, what happens to CGT? Okay. Were you in the room for the last five minutes by any chance? <laughs> I think so. I may have been under the table. Okay. So, so when you move your main residence, or then your existing house, okay, may become chargeable to capital gains tax, depending on what you do with it. So if you sell it, obviously no CGT to pay, like we said for David. Yeah. No, there's no three-year business. Sorry, the the three years was for David to get the stamp duty land tax back. So you buy a second home, you pay the additional three percent, came claim back within three years. Okay. If you rent the house out, then like we said with. David over there, if he's owned the house for a hundred months, rented for <laughs> rented for thirty-six, so thirty-six into hundred is thirty-six percent. You work out what your gain is and you pay thirty-six percent of the gain to HMRC for tax purposes. But the gain is from the very beginning when you bought the house. Okay. Is this a real life example by the way? Yes, it's a Let's, very come on then. How much did you buy your house for? 100,000. When did you buy it? 30 years ago. Okay. <laughs> and how long did you live in the house? 30 years. Okay. And when are you buying your new home? Now. <laughs> when are you moving into your new home? Now. Okay. When are you going to sell this home? Not, not at the moment. So I want to rent it out. Maybe let's say let's call it in ten years' time. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to keep this. <laughs> we're going to keep this really easy. So you're you're going to have the house for forty years. Correct. You're renting it for ten yes. years. Yes. Okay. So you work out your capital gains tax at the time, and you pay twenty five percent of that bill. It depends what the value is. So let's say you bought the house for, for, for 100 grand and let's say uh, in 
10 years time, how much is this house worth? 10 million. Okay, and we're going to keep the numbers really easy. Okay, ignore all of the costs like SDLT, legal costs, all that kind of stuff. You've made a 900,000 pound gain. Okay, you'd pay 25% of that in CGT. If you, if you sell it now, no capital gains tax. So you are not counting uh, capital gains tax from the moment that house stops being your main residence. You go back to 40 years ago. No, we, 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 work at, we work out how long you've had the house for, yeah. and we work out how many years don't qualify. In your case, 10 years don't qualify because you were renting the home. So therefore, 20, 25% okay, is taxable. Therefore, 25% of that figure is taxable. Okay. But do you need to, how do you prove the value before you rent out? The, the value when you rent out doesn't matter. The value only matters when you purchased it, when you sold it, and that's going to be on your... And the number of years it was rented. Yeah, okay, thank you. You happy with that? James. There's also a couple of other Yeah, we we just try and keep it really simple over here. Okay. Uh, it's unlike you should pay any tax, though, if it's that ratio, isn't it? It depends, because obviously, if it's £900,000 and you're paying 25% of that, it's going to be about £235,000. So. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.